Uh, speaking of talent and playing cricket at a high level, our next guest made his debut, Wayne, and he spent a lot of time out there with Teague Wiley uh, on Tuesday. It was a really important partnership in the game, and Sam Fanning offered a life early in his innings, batted for more than three hours, and his 32 runs were worth far more than just those runs on paper. He joins us now to reflect on his Sheffield Shield debut the day after WA sealed an eight-wicket win over the New South Wales Blues. Sam, good morning. Congrats on your debut. Cheers, yeah. Thanks so much, yeah. Like I said, it was a great game, and... um. Lovely that we could get over the line and do it in three days is uh, always a nice touch. Now, we talked a lot about the pitch in commentary, Sam. You spent a, a, a more time out there than us, it's safe to say. How did you find the wicket, and what were some of the challenges for you as a batter during the, the innings you compiled? Yeah, the pitch did offer a bit. It was a um, typical whack of wicket early on in the season, I think. Offered a bit for um, both bat and ball. But I think if you batted well and just grunted out like Teague showed, um, like Curtis Patterson showed for them, and there was reward, but yeah, it definitely was tough early. And with that, they had a few divots that um, did dry up and came into it. Especially if you if you hit those, then it'd be a bit of nip both ways. Um, but yeah, I think if you stay true to your game plans, then there definitely was um, reward for um, all your hard work. So part of your game plan was to, to, to just play straight, because as you said, it was obviously nibbling around. Because I don't think we've seen as many balls get past the bat. How frustrating was that? Yeah, I was just trying to play the line, to be honest. What I, that's what I usually do. And if the ball nips away, then there's not much I can do. Um, but yeah, if I if I get an edge, then usually it, hopefully it goes down um, and doesn't carry. Um, yeah, the deck had a bit in it, and yeah, that was that was to be honest. That was my game plan: just play the line. And if if it takes the edge, then that's obviously a pretty good ball. But if not, then I know it's just going to miss it, and it's hopefully going to go down for to not be out. Were you getting uh, plenty of advice from the slips, Corden, and the bowler? <laughs> um, yeah, th- no, they weren't too bad actually. Um, they were, yeah, I think they were a little bit frustrated, but um, that's cricket, isn't it? it all working mm. roundabouts, and um, sure, another day maybe they would have had their way. But um, yeah, I guess I, I would ride it once I can. Hey Sam, you you've spent a bit of your um, your childhood, fair bit of your childhood in New South Wales. Uh, uh, there was a few young New South Welshmen in the team. Have you played any rep cricket with some of the guys you were then playing against on on the week during the week? Yeah, I had actually. Um, I played a lot of New South Wales under 17s, New South Wales under 19s, um, with the likes of Jack Edwards, Baxter Holt, um, Blake Nictaris, Jason Sanger. So yeah, it was a bit weird making my debut against some of those guys that I grew up playing cricket with. Um, but they were, they were really good. They were really happy for me. And um, yeah, just proud that I could make my debut, obviously, over here in WA, um, which was a really nice touch. But yeah, it was pretty funny making my debut against the uh, state that I've come across from. Yeah, you, you made the move, um, which is a courageous move, and it, it's been a few years to get that opportunity. But it's it's a tough side to break into at the moment, isn't it? You, you, you're the injury to Sean Marsh, um, so yeah, you must be very pleased with the progress. But it's been pretty tough work, I would imagine. Yeah, I think uh, making the move um, three years ago was a tough decision, but I'm so happy, definitely, that I've come across. Absolutely, absolutely love it over here. Um, just the, the pace of Perth is uh, suits me a lot. I love how it's um, a lot more slow pace, and you can kind of get into your work. And that the culture, um, not only Perth but um, the Wacker is is unreal. It's such a welcoming culture. Um, yeah, all the boys get around you, no matter who you are, which I think is um, a credit to Adam Voges and what they've got at the Wacker. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love it over here. And like you said, it is it is a tough team, but that's just great. It's healthy competition and. Yeah, hopefully people just keep putting up performances and it makes it um, tough for the selectors. So WA is going to be your home forever, is it? 
Good to hear. An adopted sand groper, Sam Fanning's with us. He's uh, first class debut this week against New South Wales at the Wacker. Thirty-two very hard fought runs and six yesterday in the second innings. Uh, when you you make your debut and a wonderful moment, Sam. Maybe we'll just go back before we talk about your debut innings in a little bit more depth. Justin Langer presented you with your cap on the morning of day one and had some lovely words to say. What did that moment mean to you to have a, a grade of Australian cricket present you with your, your first Wacker cap? Yeah, it was a pretty special moment, to be honest. Um, I didn't know who was going to present it, and then I saw JL rock up, and I got a slight little uh, hint that I reckon he may be the one presenting my cap. And, yeah, it was a great honour, obviously, um, fellow opening batsman, and I feel like there's a lot of similarities between between our batting. Um, and, yeah, he's someone I obviously look up to, and... Um, try and model my game off so it was a great honour to get a, get my cap from him and yeah it was it was nice he was very short and sharp and didn't go on for too long because I was pretty nervous so yeah I thought he did a great job and yeah it's just a lovely moment that I remember forever. You look at the wicket it's got a green tinge to it you're probably hoping that, that Sam Whiteman wins the toss and bowls he does <laughs> and you're thinking right I can spend my first day in the field and get used to things but then you knock over New South Wales before the close the early wicket goes down and you're walking out with only half an hour left in the day. It's probably a batsman's worst nightmare. Um, you, you got a good baptism of fire to start, Sam. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, I was hoping we, um, I was hoping we fielded first. So I was, yeah, I was happy that uh, Whitey lost the toss there, which was good. Um, but yeah, like you said, I wasn't really expecting it. I just got my pads on and then we'd lost the wicket and I was out um, with a probably yeah an hour to an hour's left to play on day one. Um, but to be honest, to be thrown in the deep end was just a great challenge. I absolutely loved it. Um, get out there, and if you can thrive in those conditions, then you can thrive anywhere. Um, the, ball, the ball was doing a little bit off the deck and in the air, and um, yeah, it got pretty dark towards the end there with Liam Hatcher bowling pretty quick. So, yeah, I know that if, if you can get through those patches, then, yeah, you're in good stead moving forward. And it was nice that we could um, build a platform, me and Hilton, um, to go for day two. And it was nice to get that 80-run lead um, going into the second inning. Sam, um, we saw you've talked about the pace of Liam Hatcher, but what about the pace of Lance Morris? I mean, you're out there, nice and close. Um, he, he, from what he was, where is that last year? Um, the more control that he's got, he's just going to be a fairly dangerous bowler, and I would imagine you'd be nice to be on your side. Yeah, oh, I love that he's on my side. Yeah, not so nice facing him in the net, but um, yeah, definitely in the middle. Oh, it's great to have him on your team. Like you said, he's just getting better each year. He's um, got a lot more control now. Yeah, he's very smart, I think, with um, with how he goes about his bowling in terms of how he uses his pace. Um, and a lot of batters are scared of him, um, which is, yeah, a credit to him and how well he's developed. So, yeah, hopefully he can have another great year and I'm sure there's um, higher things for him to come. And now the, the pace of both teams was on show with the bowling, but you had a really good battle with Nathan Lyon, Australian off-spinner over 400 test wickets, and there was a bit of cat and mouse there on the, the second morning of the game as you were facing Nathan Lyon. How did you find that experience and the challenge of coming up against such a wily off-spinner like Nathan Lyon? Yeah, it was great to um, play someone of his calibre. Obviously, his record speaks for itself. Um, but just a great learning experience for me. Um, coming up with how to, how to play the... Um, Australian um, number one off spinner. Um, yeah, like I said, just yeah, coming up with a few plans that I could implement, and then moving forward, I know I'll be in a good place to um, come up hopefully against any spinner. But yeah, it was just a great, great challenge. He was um, 
trying to beat me on the inside and then would slow one up and try and get one to turn. So, yeah, it was, it was just good fun. I just loved being in the contest. And, um, yeah, I guess I learned a lot, so it was great. That was the thing, Sam, is that he, he spins some big, he put so much revolutions on the ball, and then he was also bowling balls that were going straight on and trying to trap your LBW. And a couple, I think, you got saved by a, an inside edge. But he, he threatens both the inside and the outside edge of a left-hander in particular. Yeah, he's um, there's a reason why he plays for Australia and got such a good record. Um, yeah, his natural variation on the wacker, which you typically isn't a spin-friendly wicket, I thought he did a really good job. And so did off, um, off-spinner Corey Ocicelli. I thought he did a great job as well. Um, and I think for him it was great to watch Nathan Lyon and I'm sure he learned a lot as well, um, which is great for him moving forward. Um, but yeah, Nathan Lyon, he obviously did really well and got me in the second inning, but which was a pretty good ball. Um, but it was just great to um, great to face someone of his calibre and um, yeah, it's taken away a lot that I'll, uh, that I'll implement in the future. Uh, last one for me. I'm just going to go back a bit. You, you mentioned the Perth Cricket Club. I mean, you, you came here three years ago. How important have they been for you? You know, and the, and the um, just the, the guys involved and Johnny Lindsay and all those. Yeah, they've been unreal. I'm so grateful for... Um, when I've come across three years ago and I um, chose to play at Perth, they've been unreal, just so welcoming. Um, yeah, I was obviously came across when I was 18, I was pretty young, and yeah, I feel like I've been able to grow and mature at the club. And yeah, obviously, Fletcher Park's a great place, great place to bat. So yeah, I absolutely love it. And I'm grateful for um, John Lindsay and everyone at the club, just yeah, to make me, make me feel a part of it. Now, Sam, before we let you go, a few people might hear the English uh, accent. Um, do you spend any time in the UK? Where does the English heritage come? What side of the family, or both? Yeah, no, um, I lived in the UK for 11 years. Um, so when I was 3 to 14, um, that's why I've got a little English twang. I know it comes and goes. I can't really control it. But, um, yeah, that's where it comes from. So, yeah, I, I played for, lived in London, um, played for Surrey, underage growing up. So, yeah, um, that's kind of where that comes from. Um, and then moved across to Sydney, Lived there for six years and, yeah, now across in WA and hopefully here for a while. Well, so the dual passport. Oh. Yeah, so yep. I've got the dual. I've got the um, British passport and, yep. yeah, I've actually got a Kiwi passport as well because that's Ooh. where I was born. Mum and dad are both um, Kiwis. So, oh. yeah, i got a little mix of everything in there. Yeah. So you're pledging your allegiance <laughs> to play Test cricket for Australia, Sam. We've got you. England and New Zealand are in the background. Yeah, no, definitely. Sam, thanks for your time. Well played. It was a really gutsy knock on Tuesday and on Monday night, actually, battling out to the close of play. 32, a very memorable debut, and uh, well done on playing your part in a WA win. Cheers. Thanks very much, guys. Have a good one. You too. Sam Fanning joining us here on Sports Breakfast. Uh, yes, it wasn't uh, wasn't a pretty innings. I think Sam would be the first to admit it. But he stuck it out there right. in difficult conditions and got WA out of a bit of early trouble. That, that's where you can sort of assess the character of some people, you know, that when it's going, when it's tough. Because he, he did play and miss and play and miss. And, and as we said, the, the book, the wicket was just nibbling around and, and he, he sort of explained it on the first day when it's a bit damp. The ball makes little divots and when they dry out they still play a part yeah. later in the game and and it was pretty obvious that um you know if you play down the line sometimes you weren't going to get near it because it just nipped away so but it's it's then that you, you carry it on you don't just throw your wicket away and get frustrated and uh wa got themselves into a position eventually it was easier for the fellas coming in later on and uh, they were able to to really 
push it home later and get that 78 run lead.